The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. For Tech Thursday, Andy O'Donoghue wants us to go drinking, home brewing in particular, and the use of artificial, artificial, geez, I'm slurring my words already, artificial intelligence. Tell us how. Matt, there's, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, funny, it's interesting, because a lot of people in tech seem to enjoy beer. Uh, I don't know, that just seems to be kind of a general, pervasive kind of nature within the industry. A lot on the cocktails, no? Well, no, but, you know, craft beer has been a thing. And there was an interesting company in Belfast a few years ago called Brewbot, which grew out of an app development company. And they were a great bunch of guys and they started their own pub. It, it's not, unfortunately, it's not there anymore. But there is kind of a movement. It's part of what was called the maker movement in the technology business. Homebrewing, making stuff, 3D printing, they're all kind of connected. But what we've seen over the last few years is that homebrewing, smart homebrewing, um, has become popular. So we all probably, over the last years, have had a neighbour who brews their own beer. Some people make wine, but home brewing has always been I had a producer on this programme previously who used to enjoy the idea of setting up buckets under yeah. the stairs. That was before, I think, himself and his wife had children yeah. in case the kids would be getting into the beer under the stairs. But he used to get a bit of fun out of it and felt that he was saving a bit of money as well rather than buying bottled expensive beers. Well, and that's that's the thing about buying beer and making beer. It's not hugely cheaper, um, although a bit. But there has been kind of a trend for this. And at Christmas, you and I chatted about a really clever little device called the Physics Home Beer Dispenser. And this is kind of a budget version. It was a little more than 100 euros. They sold out the day that we covered it, uh, believe it or not, in the retailers that I contacted. And it was a very clever machine. And you pop a can or a bottle into it. And it just adds kind of of a draft pour style okay. to the drink. Um, Philips have a very clever version of that, which is more expensive, about three hundred euros. I mention these, Matt, because they're budget ideas. They don't have; they have no commitment about home brewing, but they're kind of fun when people come round. Everybody likes the beer tap idea in the garden or maybe in the kitchen. And Philips have this very nice dispenser called the Perfect Draft. Costs three hundred euros. You can get them online or in shops, and it uses those mini kegs that you often see in off licenses. Yeah, with really nice selection though they have uh, Will it it attach to any mini keg? Uh, It will any of those mini kegs and so uh, the one I know they certainly uh, support uh, Stella Artois Heineken Hogarten and Beck's and they're nice uh, and they give you a lovely draft pint of beer but the homebrew machines that I got interested in um, are the ones that sort of do the, um, you know, they do mashing and fermentation. And these are the kind of things that homebrewers love. But automating that process is what is kind of fun about these machines. There is a brilliant machine called Beer Droid. But unfortunately, it's really hard to get in this country. It was stocked by someone in Ireland, but now you've got to get it online. But it's a 10 litre capacity and they have recipes that you buy in their store. And so if you see a beer, for instance, um, there's a beer called Cooper Sparkling Ale that I love. And it's, it's an not, Australian drink. It's an Australian it? IPA, sparkling IPA. But you buy the kit to make that beer and you load the machine up and um, it has this uh, LCD on the front, very little preparation. It, ha- it has Wi-Fi, so it uh, gets upgraded. And of course, it's temperature controlled and it produces a 10 litre keg. So that's a really nice machine. However, 
The one that I really wanted to talk to you about is the beer that I'm going to give you to try is a New England IPA called Get to the Hopper. <laughs> and okay, I'll come over and get it. And this is... Uh, um, first thing I would say to you is... Um, I'm not sure of the ABV rating on this. Uh, so, um, you not, Did you not follow the instructions I, carefully I, enough, I, I, fo- I followed the instructions, but um, the, it, it tastes, a, let's just say, a little fruity to me. But what is the, um, the machine? So this is a company called Mini Brew, and this is the Craft Gen, and they're based in Holland, but they supply all over Europe. And this machine is absolutely fantastic, and it is one of the first truly all-in-one machines I've seen. It has an automatic mashing cycle, an automated boiling and cooling cycle, and you control and monitor the whole thing on your smartphone. Okay, but you also need to set it up like a washing machine, don't you? I mean, there is a certain amount of commitment to this because it does involve a water inlet. So I would suggest um, the kitchen or maybe the garage and you do wire it up like a washing machine. And there's also a certain amount of odour from this. Um, It's not like the old style home brewing, but... It's great about it. They have a they have less kits than the brew droid uh, do uh, or beer droid, but they also have they have really nice kits, and they have um, the one that I've given you there that get to the hopper uh, New England IPA only took about ten days to brew, and it's meant to be five percent. I think it's a little bit it's more. Quite nice. It's a sort of a grapefruity taste. It is, it. yeah, and there, there there is kind of a citrusy taste to that, and that's part of what makes these machines brilliant. Because when you when you load them up, you can automate adding the ingredients, and of course, all of this stuff comes sealed. It's really easy to do. There is still purists will like it, I think, also because there's a certain amount of physical uh, work it, to be done. It's not a money saving device, though. I mean, particularly if you're paying a thousand euro for the machine in the first place, when you get all of the various accoutrements and you get your ingredients and the rest of it, you're probably not going to be saving an awful lot, are you, on what you would pay for cans or bottles of IPA in an off-licence? You're not. And that's a great point to make. So there are... um this machine produces a five-litre keg. And the machine costs 999 which is kind of their launch offer for this new version, the Craft Gen 3. 999 for the machine, and that comes with one of the smart kegs. But you can add extra kegs for a couple of hundred euros. Now, each one of them holds five litres. That's a nice idea because it means you can have, if you're having a party or big do, you can have a couple of kegs on the go, or you can have different beers on the go, which is nice. But the total cost, so if you think that that kit cost me 24 99 I think, and it will produce five litres. So you're about half the price that you would pay for but cans of you're not of taking beer. your capital cost into, into account there. You put a big, it's the fun of doing it for yourself well, but, as well. But Matt, that's the thing. The fact that you make the beer yourself, the fact that you get to kind of, you know, you get to follow it along um, on your phone as it, as it uh, brews and ferments. And, uh, and then you get to uh, produce it. And it's kind of a talking point as well. But they, have, they have a nice selection of beers. They have some really strong ones. They have a bell. Uh, Belgian beers that are about six and a half percent and but this the New England IPA is one that I like and you know what I like about it is it looks home brewed even the colour everything about it looks like you made it yourself and you know it, it's a lot of fun to do this. You definitely sound like you're enjoying this. You're doing this <laughs> brewing regularly. Is this a once a week event for you? Uh, well I try I try not to do it on Thursdays obviously.
<laughs> All right. Listen, very briefly, uh, will you tell us, please, Aer Lingus had a problem this morning, which I think people were worried about if they were flying off this weekend. It was sorted, but it sort of highlighted the fears that a lot of people have, I think, about their app not working when they're flying. Yeah, it's a big deal if you're travelling. And so this morning, the web, well, the website, the app and the self-check-in kiosks are back up and running. But um, over the course of the morning, flights did operate um, as planned. And Aer Lingus haven't, I believe, given any indication as to the cause of the outage. But potentially, particularly this weekend, another outage like they previously had would be a big deal. Um, If an airline has to revert to manual check-in and processing of passengers, it takes time. And so my advice is print your boarding card always as a standby. And just very briefly, what's this thing about uh, the closing down of a criminal marketplace used by online fraudsters? Uh, th- this is a this is a great story, and we should point people to if anybody thinks that they have been hacked over the last couple of years. This is a, uh, a marketplace called Genesis, um, uh, led by the FBI. This investigation has shut them down. Seventeen police forces collaborated on this. They were a, um, a huge organisation um, where they would sell details that were obtained in hacks. And believe it or not, um, information was sold on this website for $10 that amounted to the hack on electronic arts in 2021. So this this is not a small thing to shut these guys down. The Dutch police today have put a website up uh, and you can Google it, Dutch police Genesis hack, and you can put in your email address and they will notify you if you are on the website and have been previously hacked on uh, and your details for sale on the Genesis marketplace. So you can simply search for Dutch police Genesis hack. Really worthwhile doing, but it's good that they're out of business. Andy O'Donoghue, thank you. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.